0: There are three things that darkness cannot contain. The moon, the stars, and the truth. All three will find their way through the darkness. Truth will often pierce its way through in unexpected ways, at unexpected times, and sometimes through unexpected people. Hello, my name is Lenora Housie, and you're listening to Secrets of the Church, Revealed to Heal. Hello and welcome back to Secrets. So glad you're here. I hope that you've enjoyed season two so far and hearing from some of my biological siblings and how finding out about me impacted them. In a way, this has been a journey to truth for all of us. What I have discovered since starting this podcast two years ago is that while my story and all of its salacious details is definitely unique, the stories of people who are searching for their own true biological identity is not an uncommon one. In fact, you're going to hear one of those stories today from Tiza, a woman whose journey to her own truth revealed a family that she didn't know she had. Take a listen. All righty. Well, good afternoon. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I am wonderful. Um, I, my, my audience knows that I'm a pretty big football fan, so um, they'll be happy to know there was a good football day for me here in Ravens Nation. Yes, go Baltimore Ravens. Sorry for all of you Steelers fans who hear this podcast, but um, Steelers had a good day, too. So I'm doing really
1: good. How about you? How's your day? My day is going well. I'm a little bit um, nervous, but I'm, I'll be okay. <laughs> yes.
0: Yes. Well, you will be. Let me just say this. We um, Secrets um, Podcast, we're now into our second season. I have a wonderful, loyal audience of several hundred, if not more people, many of whom, most of whom I don't know, but who I do hear from about how this podcast is helping them to embrace and walk in their truth. And I am so um, grateful to you for coming on to share your story, because all of our stories will serve to help someone else. And so um, let's just jump right in. And uh, why don't you let the audience know um, just about the family that you grew up with?
1: How, who who was in okay. your family? What made up your family unit? Okay, so my family unit. Um, I was the middle child, so mm-hmm. it was three daughters. I was the middle. I have an older sister, which uh, four years older than me, and a mm-hmm. younger six sister that was three years young, three years older than me. My older sister and my younger sister was three years younger than me. Okay, so it was three. It was three of us: mm-hmm. my dad and my mom. Okay, and how would you describe your
0: childhood and your the early years of your life? How would you describe it when you talk to people about
1: how you grew up? I grew up in a um, very close family, us three, us four. My dad, um, my dad, my dad, he was a mer- he was a merchant seaman, my dad.
0: Oh, and, w- and what, right. do, what do merchant seamans
1: do? So they, uh, my dad was a chief cook on a ship. So they would go all around the world and bring exports all over. Mm-hmm. different things um could be from seasonings cargo all different types of things so my dad would be at work uh like months at a time oh wow sometimes, yeah sometimes 2 3 months at a time he'd come back in he stay with us through probably a few months or sometimes weeks and then he'll go back out go back out so, wow so it was always right. exciting
0: when he came home because he had been away for a long period of time
1: yeah yes. so sure. it was always always excited you know when he came home he always surprised us surprises we never knew when he was coming back Uh and we just knew that he was gonna come so whenever he came in we was always surprised he would always bring us things from you know different places he would visit he would bring us different things um like oh earrings to to cuckoo clocks from switzerland (laughs) Yeah, different places. Wow. He would things from. Mm-hmm. things so had, sure, I had, I cherished. had a very good, very good childhood. Um, yes, my dad, he was, you know, my mom was a stay at home mom and raised us. And my dad would work, was, was the breadwinner, he would go out and work. Yes, okay. so we had, I had a good childhood. Yes. And
0: it sounds, you know, pretty normal, very happy. And so, given all that, at what point did you? come to suspect even that you weren't your father's biological child? What even would what, what, what even make you think about that?
1: So I don't, I don't know really what to say, to say what made me think. It was the feeling that I felt inside. Like mm-hmm. um, my dad, my dad never, um, never gave me no, inten- no sense of that, that I was, that I wasn't his biological daughter, mm-hmm. nothing treated, treated me well not 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 didn't treat me you know me or my my other sisters treat us all equal nothing mm-hmm. was different mm-hmm. he was fair around the board with each of us um he was strict so he was strict with all of us every mm-hmm. day was the same it was just something that I felt inside and maybe because um my dad was was very dark skinned mm-hmm. right my mom was brown but my dad was very dark of course here but I was when you know I, I'm 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 lighter light skin mm-hmm. and my hair was very straight mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so just for some reason I used to just you know think maybe just being a kid I used to say to myself wow like where do I get my looks from like my dad is totally different from me mm-hmm. my, my mom she you know kind of looked but still mm-hmm. it was just a difference so mm-hmm. I just thought of it but mm-hmm. I you know I never I, you know back I mean I never thought to say anything until that one day from nowhere and I'm not I'm not sure because um it's been, it's been a very long time that my my sister just said to me one day and I can't remember exactly what age I know it's old enough to understand mm-hmm. to you know what she was telling me and I didn't know that and she told me you know that he's not our dad. So maybe it could have been a time when he was disciplining us where, you know, she could have been a little upset with him and was like, you know, that's not our dad. Mm. You know, I'm not sure exactly why. So when I when she said it, you know, from what I could remember, it wasn't like I was surprised. I didn't even, I, I didn't get upset. I didn't question her like, what, what are you talking about? How do you know? I just, I, I could remember me just looking at her and something inside of me was like, like to say in my brain. See, I told you something. It's
0: it's almost Mm. like, okay, now that makes sense. That makes sense because I've been suspecting that. And um, what I started to ask you earlier is, and if you can um, try, because I know it's difficult for me, try to articulate. You said there was just this feeling you had. And, you know, when we talked even the other day, we talked about how this feeling is one um, only experienced by children who are either adopted or who are not the biological child of one of their parents. There, There is something, and it's unexplainable, but it just lets you know that something about me is different. Even, even beyond the difference in your physical appearance, there's something missing. There's something, and so, you know, maybe you can do a better job than I've been able to do. But like, what, to, what does that feel like? What were you feeling when you would? I don't know.
1: To to me, it was some type of void, like an emptiness there. It was just something like. You know, my dad treated me, treated us the same, mm-hmm. everything. I mean, I was, a I was a daddy's girl. Like mm-hmm. wherever, when he came home, wherever he went, I wanted to be, you know, mm-hmm. I, I, I wanted to, like my dad, like I say, he was a, a, a cook on a ship. So when he would come home and cook, I would be right there. I wanted to learn about our cooking, but I always just felt a little disconnect from him. And that's, just that's in my soul.
0: I think that's the word it's the, there's a, there's a missing connection. It's almost like an electrical wire that has a short in it. And, um and let me just reinforce something that you said that I have tried to convey to my audience in earlier episodes um it wasn't like we were loved any differently or any less it was not a matter of not feeling like we fit in because we were treated differently but there is just there's an internal mechanism in all of us i believe as human beings that perhaps god placed in us when we are not connected with our biological roots and so and you know and it's not to say anything against the parents who raise us. You know, my audience knows I grew up in a very loving home as well, but I always felt a little bit of a disconnect. So thank you for for sharing that. And and hopefully as the audience hears this, and if there's anyone that is adopted or, you know, they have a step parent or um, they know somebody who is, you know, maybe this our conversation will help them understand that. And so your your sister drops this on you. This is your oldest sister.
1: Yes, my oldest okay. sister. She 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 drops that on me. And mm-hmm. I think because of the feeling of the disconnect, mm-hmm. instead mm-hmm. of me feeling like like to me, somebody you no know, like to me, somebody else that didn't feel that probably would have uh, responded in a different way. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. my response was was I was quiet about it. I, I mm-hmm. could remember, you know, just just going along with my day like like I did. Like she never said anything to me like that. Like like it was something normal. Yeah. And and that and you know <laughs> that's not normal for someone to tell you that your father, especially you idolize this man. You you know, like that was like the the first love of my life. My my dad. Right, you know right I, right my dad so I, I thought I thought of the world of my dad but when she said that to me it I didn't get upset I didn't cry yeah. I didn't go running to run to my mom and say you know what is she talking about mm-hmm. I, I I just I could remember just going along with it and honestly me and her I could not remember another conversation that we had about that we really? had about exactly Wow. It was just that one. I think it was, I could just, as I could remember that just that one time, and I just always held that inside. And I just always knew as I grew up that I was, I would try to find out who my dad was wow. really, like who was my wow. biological dad? Cause I, like you said, I came from a loving family. I, I wasn't missing out on anything, but I just wanted to know where I came from. You know, I, I, think, I, that, I
0: thinking, think that's normal. Yeah. You know,
1: I was thinking, hey, this man is here. He's loving me. This and that. Like, it's no real reason for me to be looking for someone else out mm-hmm. there when this man here is. Is I mean, to me, that's my father. Mm-hmm. You know, he raised me, and I respect him, and I think I respect him more for raising me and my sister, knowing that we were not his biologically. I respect them even more. Even more.
0: Even more. We're going to talk a little bit more about that later, yes. um, because yes, that yes. is such a good point, and I want people to hear that perspective as well. But um, so let's talk about. So you were young, but old enough to understand. So would you put yourself maybe in your early teens?
1: Yes, in my early, in maybe my early, early teens, in your early teens, in my early, old old enough to to know what you know to to. Um, I guess, what is that? What, what word can I use? A good word that I could, like, comprehend in my mind without, you know? Like, yep. like it was nothing strange. Like, yeah. it was old enough to, old enough, like, like to me, it was God saying, like, send her to tell me that what you thinking in your mind all this long time, yes, it, this it's, teaser, true. it's true. It's really true. Isn't
0: that amazing? And so between it's- that time as an early teenager until you made the step to confirm what you suspected, to confirm what your sister dropped on you, sort of things over the years, because I'm assuming there were years between your sister making that remark, and you saying, you know what, I'm going to find out for once and for all you know who I who I came from who my biological so over the years um what sort of things right. would you would you think about what sort of things would you experience
1: how often would you even think about this so i often thought I, always because from people saying you look puerto rican you know oh you look you look like you from belize you look you know like people growing up that Everybody, oh, you look like you American Indian. So I would, I would laugh because I would never tell any of these people that I knew, you know, like, like they knew my like I with my dad and my mom. So I never knew why they would say it. It was like, oh, your mother, you know, back when you were young, they teach your mother wasn't telling you the truth. Your your father is people you know, would someone, say that, you know, such and such yes like when we grew up that was like something that was it wasn't it wasn't art like we would laugh about that you know (laughs) that was something that we would laugh about (laughs) so you know especially when you know you know who you're you know you're living in a house with a mother and father that you that father you thinking that's yours and I would never tell at that young age like oh yeah my sister told me but Mm -mm. you know I I um I don't know who he is like I would never, I would never, I always just kept that secret to myself. Sure, You know, sure, so I sure. would always laugh and say, yeah, well, maybe so. I said, maybe it's on my my um ancestor's side that I have good hair, <laughs> or something, or, or you know, things like that. That's
0: yeah. We would, we, would, we would joke. What of things so I know for me, like once I found out and it was confirmed that I was adopted, and like you, I kind of suspected it even as a child without any real reason to do so. But um, I used to, see people who i did look like and wonder oh am i related to them um as my listeners know i grew up in the pittsburgh area um and i grew up in a small western suburban town where there weren't very many other black people to be honest with you and so um the few that i would run into every now and then and if they had the slightest resemblance I would wonder, so did you have that experience? Did you see people wonder like, oh, I wonder if that's my cousin or I wonder if that's my, you know, whatever. Did you ever have that experience? No,
1: I never I never had that experience Mm -hmm. because where I grew up, I grew up, um, I grew up in Brooklyn and where we grew up is called Fort Green. So I grew up in a housing project. So it's very, very, very big, very all different types of a lot of guys, so a diverse community. Mm -hmm. So I grew up with different Spanish, um, you know, black American in all different types so I, I never I never thought of that but I always just wanted to know at least what was my father's name I just to want to know how I'm gonna find out his name mm-hmm. and find out is was is my father Puerto Rican or is he American Indian like why is my hair so straight mm-hmm. and you know and and my features so I was like how am I gonna find out without hurting my mother's feelings or my dad oh. how how could i find out because for me to go to my mom and ask her as a woman me thinking even though i was young a woman how can i ask a woman about a situation that's so private like that mm. to me it was very private mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. if you have a if you have a baby or if you have two babies by someone and they're nowhere around like what happened like what what happened like was you know you had two kids not one but two mm-hmm. and where where was you know where where what happened did he pass away young like why, why didn't you why I was never told like my older sister like she knew but why I didn't know like so I didn't I to me that was like walking on eggshells to ask my mom because yeah. I never wanted to hurt her feelings I never wanted to embarrass her Mm, to ask mm-hmm. her so I never I never asked her and my dad oh I couldn't to me I could never ask my dad because I felt in my heart that that would have crushed the relationship the, the father-daughter relationship that me and him had that if that would have crushed it like to me mm-hmm. I would to me I thought if I say that to him then he might leave too you know in my mind different things would go mm. through So I didn't never know how to approach them to ask. So I never asked either of them.
0: Wow. Never asked. That, you know, that's so commendable of you to have put their feelings um, and how they may respond to make that so important to you that you wouldn't uh, address it with them. And, And I get it. You know, my, you know, my story is that even after I found my biological mother, my my mother who raised me, Betty Howsey she never knew. She went to her grave never knowing. I would not tell her because it would have crushed her. She, you know, when they adopted me, they adopted me as their own and they didn't think about, you know, me ever wanting or needing another set of parents. Because, and the actuality is I didn't. Just like you said, it's not like there was any lack of love or attention or fair treatment. It was just that feeling that is hard to describe. So now, um, here you are, what a young adult, um, about what age were you when you decided to take the
1: formal step of finding out who your father was? Okay, so growing up in um, Fort Greene in a project, we grew up around, When in our era when we grew up, my mother, friends, close girlfriends was all considered our aunts. Mm-hmm. So how we would address them was Aunt, and I could say their names. I could Aunt Darvis,, um, Aunt Sarah, Aunt Loretta, I would say we would call them aunts, but those were my mother's best friends, like very close friends. Yes. so one of, one, of, one of them was my aunt Sarah. Right. Which was my godmother. So I knew like just how growing up, how the relationship me and her had, I was like, if nobody else knew that would keep it between. Because, you know, when you have girlfriends, each one is different. One might go back to tell my mother, the other Mm -hmm. one will hold a secret me, whatever I tell her. She will hold it between us, you know, but then the rest, you know, what might tell. So I had to be very I had to be, I had to make sure whoever I did share this with, they wouldn't tell. Mm -hmm. So I knew that person would be be, my godmother. And one day I asked my godmother and I said, you know, I know my sister told me that my dad is not my biological dad. And I just wanted to know, you know, since you're so close, you've been around so long. Did you, did you know who my dad was? Did you know his name? Mm -hmm. And the response was, girl, you do not need to know what? who he is. He's like, you are better off not knowing who he is and I would never tell you his name. What? Yes. That was her response to me. It was just forget about who, what your sister told you. You, had a, you have a good life. You, had a, you have a good life with your dad that you know and that's all you need to know. You don't need to know who he was, he wasn't, and and um, I'm gonna be discreet. He wasn't, and mm-hmm. he won't never be. Mm-hmm. So I can I, we can fill in is, the blanks. <laughs> so it's the best thing that is for you not to know. So I was wow. like, wow. So I was like, how did like, that make wow, you that feel? How did that make you feel when she said that? So when she said that, I was like, you know, kind of still in my mind. I'm saying, okay, I figured. Something had to be wrong with him because he's nowhere around. Now, he never come visit me. He wouldn't come visit. He, he, you know, I never heard any name. I've never heard any mention of him. So something must was bad about him, you know, whatever it was. So I was like, well, I just want to know a name. And I just want to know what the nationality was. Right. So she did tell me that he was Indian. Mm-hmm. Now, me thinking, I'm saying, okay, American Indian, because I'm I'm not thinking any other type of Indian. So I'm saying, okay, so my dad is American Indian. Mm. So I'm saying to myself, oh, so I belong to one of these tribes out here. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I know the truth. <laughs> You're like, okay, that explains my hair. That explains my complexion. Yeah, you thought, okay, I've got the answer there. So I was What's like... like right so I said you know what I know it's a few reservations um in Long Island and you know and stuff I said maybe some way I could find out you know something like I don't know but you know I have to try to pry out for my godmother to at least get a name because then I could go there and do some research but so
0: so your godmother who had been friends with your mother it sounds like most of your life, if not all of your life, mm-hmm. she had the information that you were seeking, but she thought that she was doing you a favor by not giving you your father's name. And and I and I believe it that she she was probably not trying to be mean spirited, but again, unless you are adopted or raised by people other than your biological family, you don't understand. It wasn't, doesn't matter how good of or bad a person they were. You weren't looking, because it wasn't like you were looking for a parent. You were looking for identity to be able to confirm who you were. And so when we come back with the next episode, we're going to tell the audience exactly what you did to find out the truth. Because as I say in my open, there are three things you cannot hide. And one of them is the truth. Thank you, Tiza. We'll be back with you next week. Well, Auntie Godmommy shut her down. But not to worry. We all know when one door to the truth closes, another one will open. Tune in next week to hear how my guest found the truth she was seeking in the conclusion of my conversation with Tiza. And if you have your own story to share, email us at churchsecretspodcast at gmail.com. Real easy to remember, churchsecretspodcast at gmail.com. Be blessed, everyone. You have been listening to Secrets of the Church, Reveal to Heal, a production of Be Inspired Global Media. If you have been burdened by a church secret and want to be free and healed, please email us at churchsecretspodcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram at churchsecretspodcast. Look for new episodes of Secrets of the Church every Friday. And remember, you shall know the truth, and the truth will make you free.